Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode of The Daily. It is Monday, best day of the week. I know you all agree with me. It's alright if you don't, maybe you'll come around. Actually, with school holidays, my Mondays have been quite different. While usually I try to get a bit of a nap when possible during the holidays, that has been really tricky. But it's nice to get more time with the kids. Unfortunately for them, however, this mommy can get a little wacko when she plays with the kids. I think sometimes they secretly wish mommy doesn't get into this holiday mood too much. Last week during our Wednesday noon reflection, we had a time of Lectio Divina with a couple of verses from Psalm 27. You know, every single time we pause to just quiet down and listen to scripture being read, it has been very enriching. And so that Wednesday was no exception. And we were looking at Psalm 27 verse 4, where David the psalmist says, One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. And the word asked stood out to me. Some translations put it this way, one thing I have desired of the Lord. And because the verse is quite familiar, I never thought much of it. But this time though, it stood out. That typically we don't use the words ask and desire interchangeably, right? But here it suggests that they come from the same root word. We ask because we desire. Because there is a desire we have, we will certainly ask. So if you truly desire it, you will make known your desire and asking is how we make it known. We express it. And sometimes we talk about different personality types, right? If you are like me, I am more the kind of person who doesn't find it easy to ask for something. Even if I want it or I feel a need for it, of course it depends on what the thing is. I mean, if it's about, um, let's say, at the dinner table, whether someone can pass the salad bowl to me, that's not difficult. I can, I'll just ask. But sometimes for certain other matters, I find myself thinking something over and over in my head before I come to a point where I feel, okay, I think it's okay to ask. Say I were to pose this question to you, are you more of the ask culture or the guess culture? What would your answer be? Our upbringing, together with our life experiences, whether good or bad, they affect how we view the act of making a request or not making a request. Take, for example, a married couple in their home. See the contrast between the ask culture and the guest culture. So one of the spouse gets frustrated because, hey, you know, don't you see what needs to be done around the house? Why don't you help with this chore or that chore? Then the other goes, if there's something that needs to be done, why can't you just ask? How would I know what needs to be done if you don't say so? That one says, well, why, why do I need to ask? You can see, right? You can offer or say, hey, I shall do that or I can help do this. Or better still, just do what you see is not done. Well, I can't read your mind. Instead of me guessing, why don't you ask? Uh, believe me, I have had these discussions. 
And as I reflected on this verse, it hits me as a good reminder of how in my relationship with God, the act of asking is in itself the act of expressing my heart's desires and my need. And that's something that I can definitely grow and improve in. When I articulate my desire, when I pray to God for something, whether it's for myself or on behalf of someone, I'm not only making known my desire to Him, but really to myself too. I'm actually owning my need. I'm acknowledging, hey, this is a lack I feel, and God, I I want you to respond to it. In verbalizing it, articulating it, I am more aware of what I truly desire. I am more aware of what I hope for and what I hope to receive or see happen. And as scripture says, we desire but we don't have because we don't ask. And scripture also says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. And so Psalm 27, 4, One thing have I asked of the Lord that will I seek after. When we make our requests known to God by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, doesn't he give lavishly, generously to all who ask? Whether it's wisdom, direction, provision, strength, or hope that you need, if we ask anything according to his will, we have the confidence that he hears us. That's what scripture tells us, and that we have the requests we ask of him. What's more, to seek after God's face, to be in his presence and behold his beauty, there is nothing he wants to give us more than this desire. The truth is we are all prone to being forgetful, right? Uh, Or distracted or having misdirected zeal. In our day-to-day, whenever something brings to mind my need to be attuned to God's presence, whenever I'm, again, drawn to set my thoughts on Him, it's like aligning and realigning my will with His, my heart with His, again and again. Oh yes, this, this is what I need the most. I got caught up today or I neglected you all of yesterday or whatever it is, but now, Lord, I return. Like those words in the hymn, Come thou fount, it, it captures it very well. Let me try and uh, sing it so you can recall. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. I love that hymn. Or maybe if some of you recall it. Some of you are too young for it. Or maybe it, w- it wasn't because we forgot, right? Like, like the verse and the hymn says, you know, my wandering heart. Sometimes maybe it's not because our hearts wandered, but we could be so occupied doing stuff for God, which could be good things um, for a worthy cause. But that zeal becomes misdirected zeal. And that's why then we come back to express our deepest desire afresh. This one thing I ask. This will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I'm often amused, although I don't really show it, by how easy it is to tell what my kids want, especially my daughter. When she wants something, she asks very freely, with little reservation, and it's as clear as day. You can read her like a book. In fact, sometimes I think she's almost thinking aloud the moment 
that a want or a desire surfaces, she expresses it already. And while she's expressing it is when she realizes that is what she wants. I find myself wanting to be like this with God. When there's, you know, something that I desire, I, I, I don't want to pray for something else. Like, you know, when what I really want is A, I don't try to pray for B while pretending I'm not thinking about A. But to just be honest about my desire, to, to just pray about it and ask God for help and wisdom, what to do with that gap. I can trust that God is shaping my heart to want what He wants, not by the force of my own willpower, as though that's the power that enables me to, you know, change my own desires, but by His Spirit who delights that I can bring whatever I desire unabashedly, freely before Him and allow Him to sanctify my desires. Madame Jian Guyon wrote this, We never know how strongly we cling to objects until they are taken away. And he who thinks that he is attached to nothing is frequently grandly mistaken, being bound to a thousand things unknown to himself. Isn't that so, so true? For sure, we would like to think we're attached to nothing as much as we are attached to God. I know I would like to think so. But when we return and we try to express, oh, you know, this one thing I seek, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, while we express this is when we ourselves realize, man, we are attached to so many other affections. And then that gives us the opportunity to acknowledge it and to own it. You know, how we hide so many things that distract us within our hearts that lead our hearts astray from the very thing we deeply, truly crave. So if we had not tried to express what's on our hearts, we may not know. God, I have all these other many desires, some even unknown to me. Help me with them. Shape my affections to long for you above these other desires sanctify my heart so that I yearn and thirst for you more than these. See, I don't think David the psalmist penned these words as though he had never had divided desires. He knew that he himself, more than God, needed to know. Yes, that when he said this is his one thing, the many things he was attached to would surface also. But because he deeply desired to seek after God's heart, he made it a point to ask his desire. And in asking, that becomes his sole desire. Even in moments of forgetfulness, he can return, express it once more without himself guessing, do I really want God more than do I still really want to seek his face? Because he's decided he doesn't need to commit to seeking other things. His flesh nature would somehow seek those other things too easily. But he was committed to desiring God, and so he will certainly ask for it as his one thing. He truly desired it, so to make it known and to you know cultivate it within his heart, he asked it, he sang it, he expressed it. Align our will with yours, God, our hearts with yours again and again. This, this is what I seek the most. In this season when we are in limbo in so many ways, with changing measures, unpredictable situations, 
it's been a real stretch on our lives. All the more we're challenged to get with God and abide in His presence every day. May we all experience the Spirit of God sanctifying our hearts more and more, to ask for Him without reservation and to seek His face. Let's take the next few minutes to be still and allow scripture to wash over you as you meditate on these words. I will read parts of Psalm 27 slowly while you turn your attention to God as like a prayer from your heart. You are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You are the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of you, Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in your house all the days of my life, to gaze upon your beauty and to inquire in your temple. For you will hide me in your shelter in the day of trouble. You will conceal me under the cover of your tent. You will lift me high upon a rock. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face, my heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Let me pray for you as we close this episode with this prayer of self-dedication from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you. So guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you, and then use us, we pray, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. Thanks for leaning into God's Word together. We hope you have a great, fantastic week ahead. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.